On today's episode, we have some news to discuss, like what we know about the Disney Enchantment Fireworks Show and how Disney is celebrating the first World Princess Week. We also talk about what we think are the most overrated and underrated things at Hollywood Studios. This is episode 365 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm well, Mr. Jared. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. I mean, that's that's like how we function, right? I'm good tired. Tired, but good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Kind of how it goes right now. But. Well, I was going to say, I enjoyed what you made for dinner tonight. You mean my how I, I made fancy mac and cheese? Fancy craft mac and cheese. Yeah, you fancied so, it up. Yeah, so I found um, TikTok is a really good source for food recipes. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, and there's someone that popped up, and you basically, you take, so normally when you make mac and cheese, you know, you boil the water, then you put the noodles in, then you strain them, then you put the powdered cheese concoction with the other stuff, and then you mix together, blah, blah. So with this... It was like, okay, you put the noodles in. You put enough water to barely cover it. You put the cheese stuff in there with the butter, no milk, and then you boil it and you cook it up as normal. And it cooks so much thicker and it's better. And then I put a little bit of whipping cream in there, like very little whipping cream. It legitimately was the best mac and cheese I've had, like one of. Like it may not be as level of like lobster mac and cheese. I don't think it was lobster mac and cheese. It was lobster mac and cheese, but I'm – astonished at how it took <laughs> craft mac and cheese and made it that good yeah you even liked it and you don't like I, mac and cheese i actually did i did like it you can't yeah. you can't essentially i guess you can also put in extra cheese if you'd like as well yeah but it was yeah and it's really good and now it's a problem because uh <laughs> i'm gonna really make that all the time but yeah so that's yet another thing yeah there's a lot of recipes on tiktok that are like super easy that um yeah pretty okay. good source for that but yeah if you want right. to try fancy mac and cheese like legitimately if you made that for somebody i unless they just knew about that there's no way they would guess that that was mac that was crap mac and cheese i mean the the noodles are a giveaway the, can you buy the powdered stuff just the powder yeah i don't know i don't know because with, with that knowledge you could do <laughs> mac and cheese at right at that point but, <laughs> but yeah so that was figured that was a that was nice yeah i did a, like that that was nice but uh, in other words, if, unless, you know, you guys want to talk about mac and cheese recipes, uh, <laughs> we're going, we're going to go to Disney. Well, when you're hearing this, we'll be at Disney. So we're going to Disney tomorrow. Uh, we were going to go last week and then we decided to go this week because there's a princess week. Which we're going to talk about more in the news part, right. but we're going to do some things. Yeah. Some things we figured tomorrow. our daughter would enjoy princess week. Mm-hmm. Or a day. Or I, I, we'll talk about how it works, but yeah. yeah. We're also gonna um, check out the, the the new food and wine booths that that opened a little early. We're gonna check those out, and there's some playgrounds we want to check out that they reopened as well. So it'll be a busy day, but it'll be good. Yeah, day trips are nice, but day trips are always tiring too. They are tiring, but low wait times 
You know, well, that's that's nice. They, the parks have been so not dead, but just real low, real low wait times. So now you, now you jinxed it. Now we're gonna go and they're gonna <laughs> not jinxing be slammed. Anything. I'm not jinxing. And every time anything. we're in line, I'm gonna go, Jamie. I'm just gonna get. I'm just kidding. I'm okay, kidding. I'm I do. Sorry. I do make the joke. I'm glad in some way. Like I'm not this. A, you know, it's like a choice. But if I was like a a pitcher, like a major league pitcher. I'd have like a no hitter going, and Jamie's be in the crowd, be like, "Honey, you've got a no hitter." I'd be like, "Oh, great, thanks a lot." And then, home run, next one. Are you calling me a jinx? I'm simply saying you don't believe in superstitions, and therefore, I don't really. Um, know. We have issues at times, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So <laughs> okay. uh, we will talk. We got the news, and we're going to talk about we've got underrated and overrated. We're going to talk about Hollywood Studios because uh, we haven't done that one before. We haven't. So, might have some surprises on that list. But before we get to all that, we just want to uh, remind you of some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We have the Capture the Magic Universal podcast, which is where we talk about Universal Studios. And that is once a month on this feed, and it's on its own feed as well. And uh, we'll do the next one in there in a couple weeks. In uh, the last one we had was a preview of Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, so if you're looking to go to that, um, we we, you know, we we talk about it, and we got halfway through that episode and realized that the descriptions were very um, not fram- family friendly. <laughs> so uh, we we kind of edited that out of there. But mm-hmm. uh, the uh, we talk about that. So if you're going to go Halloween Horror Nights, you're curious about it, you can listen to that. Check that out. Uh, we also have Trip Tales with Jamie's Trip Report show. And a new episode of that is coming out to everybody next Monday. Monday. So mm-hmm. if you're a Club 32 member, you've already had that episode for like a week because mm-hmm. you get early access to Trip Tales. Yep. Uh, plus, we also have Distory, which is our Club 32 exclusive show where we talk about the past, present, and future of a Disney thing, a ride, attraction, a hotel, anything like that. Uh, and like I said, that's once a month uh, in Club 32, which is our private group where you can get more content. Uh, and and uh, we got extra things. We got not the district. We've got Cool Kids Kitchen where we uh, live stream. We cook a Disney dish and just hang out. We have a Club Thirty Two Speakeasy, which I just go live on the back porch and hang out and uh, chat for sometimes it's one to two hours. It's good. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Rant Corner. We have you get twenty percent off CTM apparel. We have the In Park live streams, which we'll have tomorrow, and uh, we've got a private podcast feed with Disney loops also I think I'm forgetting anything but anyways tons of stuff in there if you want to go check that out you can go to ctmvip.com there's monthly or yearly options if you do the yearly you get a free t-shirt and we also have a free trial if you just want to try it out so go check that out and of course we'd be remiss if we didn't mention our great travel agency sponsor zippity Doodah travel so if you're looking to go to Disney or Universal or really anywhere you can head over to travelwithzip.com Go over there. There's a free. There's a form there you can fill out. Tell them what you're looking to do. Whatever information you have about what date you want to go, how many people are going, anything like that, uh, they will get you hooked up with an agent and they will help you plan a fantastic trip. And the nice part is they will take a lot of that trip planning off your shoulders, make it way easier, and you don't have to pay them to do this. They get paid from Disney or Universal. Uh, so basically, it's just a free travel assistant for you. So, uh, and if you do book. A, at least a three-night package through travelwithzip.com. We will also throw in some extra, so we'll give you a free T-shirt. You're going to get $10 in shop credit, and then Zip is also going to give you a gift at your hotel. It'll be waiting for you. So again, go to travelwithzip.com and go check it out. So, All right. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast or let us a review, we'd please ask you to do so. So, All right, well, let's talk about the news. Okay. So first one we have up is... 
There is more information about Disney Enchantment, new fireworks show that is debuting October 1st. Yeah, so they did announce that this was happening, um, but we don't really have a lot of information about it, and they're still kind of trickling in. So this is kind of what we know up to now. Um, this is from Disney Parks blog. So this all-new spectacular inspires everyone to believe in magic with captivating Disney music, enhanced lighting, immersive projection effects that extend for the first time down Main Street, and an emotional original song entitled You Are the Magic. Uh, it's by seven-time Grammy winner Philip Lawrence. And throughout the show, the stunning fireworks fill the sky, providing a great experience for guests throughout the park and neighboring resort hotels. In Disney Enchantment, we join dreamers like Tiana, Miguel, Rapunzel, and brothers Ian and Barley from Onward. And we set out on an incredible journey with adventures such as Moana, Raya, 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 and Judy Hopps. Joe Gardner from Disney and Pixar's Soul takes us into The Zone, where we discover a whimsical world inspi inspired by the style of legendary Disney artist Mary Blair and filled with beloved characters from classic stories like Beauty and the Beast and Alice in Wonderland to contemporary tales, including Luca and Wreck-It Ralph. Everything builds to a cli climactic moment as Tinkerbell takes flight, spreading shimmering gold pixie dust and empowering us all to believe in ourselves and the magic all around us. So. You know how this show becomes a 10 out of 10? <laughs> what? Just one simple thing. Oh, gosh. You keep everything you got in there. It's going to be like Kurt Russell or Nick Cage no, or something. Let me, let oh, me, let okay. me explain. Kenny G. <laughs> if Kenny G, if there is a saxophone solo during this, just it's it people would probably just weep where they're standing. All right. That's that's Jared's hot take. Tell me I'm um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do notice a lot of the characters that they're talking about being in the show or like the, the IPs are more recent. Yes, as, as, we, sure. as we well, as we as we kind of gathered from Chapek and the fact that Happily Ever After and Wishes was very like go on the the Disney backlog, you know, for a lot of the older characters, and this is focusing more on the newer stuff. So yeah, I mean, putting Luke in there, um, that's the one is that is the newest one. I believe that is the newest. Is one. Is it the newest one? Yeah, newest cartoon. So yeah, I'm not too surprised about that. But yeah, um, we'll I mean, it looks cool. It's going to have a lot of stuff on the lighting on Main Street itself. It's be great. So that's maybe one of those things too, where it's like, you have to be, I mean, you don't have to, but like, you're going to want to be in the park, either in town, town square or main street USA to see everything. Whereas uh, before with like wishes, maybe you could be at the hotels and still see the fireworks. Right. Whereas this is going to be the full experience. What in the if, park. what if Kenny was on top of one of the buildings on main street <sighs> and he played the saxophone on top of the buildings? I, you know, if Disney's listening know. right now. I don't know if Kenny's <laughs> busy, but you could make it happen. Your brain is a wonderful thing, and I just want to say that I hope Kenny G shows up <laughs> just for you. If he did, I would just be like, oh, is he up there on the roof? <laughs> and everybody would just be, yeah, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just putting my – it looks like a fantastic show without Kenny. I'm just saying, if he's involved <laughs> – What are you talking it's about? It's just – it's like it's like uh, whipped cream on, oh on on a meal. You're like, oh, this is good, like on some sort of Sunday. And you're like, whipped cream's even better. You know. Anyways, great. That's just that's the first thing that came to mind. Sorry. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So. Okay. Great. All right. Uh, next story we have is some food news, right? Yes. Walt Disney World Resort foodie news. Yeah. So got some a lot of a lot of foodie news here. Yep. Uh, and so, as we talked about last week, Boma Flavors of Africa at Animal Kingdom Lodge has reopened as a buffet. 
Um, it was before all the buffets were transferred into like a family style kind of meal. This one is a full on buffet. Um, and the reviews of, of people that have gone and done it already are very positive. So, right. so that's, that's a good thing. And so, um, you know, hopefully I think we're, we're set to try it. I think over the 50th anniversary weekend, I think maybe. So, um, hopefully, um, we feel the same. So, um, and then beginning August 29th beer garden restaurant in Germany will offer buffet for lunch and dinner and before they were family style. So they're going to go back to buffet. Crystal Palace is also going into a buffet. They were a uh, start. Uh, sorry, that's uh, starting September twelfth. Uh, they were family style, and they're going back to buffet. Um, no characters yet for them. Wah wah. I mean, it's Winnie the Pooh. So <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Nine Dragons Restaurant at the China Pavilion in Epcot is now open for dinner Tuesday through Saturday. So that's exciting. And then uh, Cinderella's Royal Table is starting October 27th to have breakfast. So reservations are available now if you guys want to check that out. Uh, Kusafiri Coffee Shop Bakery at Animal Kingdom reopens September 5th. And they have some new items that you can check out there. Dockside Diner has reopened at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And they have um, some new menu items as well. And then it goes on to talk about the new booths that have reopened at, or not reopened, have opened for the first time at a, at a food and wine festival that we are checking out tomorrow. So that's yes. basically it. Indeed. Indeed, mister. So um, I can tell you why most yeah. people probably enjoy Boma is because they didn't drastically change the menu, unlike Ohana. Well, <laughs> they made some mistakes at Ohana, didn't they? I, that's still so perplexing to me. Yeah, I know. Also, did you hear that um, you know the Pog Juice? I'm aware of yeah, Pog Juice, yeah. Apparently, they are running low or they're phasing it out. They could be running low because there's weird there's there's some food shortages that are mm-hmm. not to freak everybody out but there's some food shortages that are uh, in, intriguing I'll put it that way. Well, I'm like people if you ask for it they they might give it to you if they have some but like they're not offering it like yeah Ohana or Bomar no or there's legitimately some food shortages on on mm-hmm. different items um, but it's kind of a worldwide thing. I do like pop juice though so. I hope I hope that hope it comes back for um, more. I guess you know, not so restricted anymore. Correct. Yes. Correct. Uh, all right. Next piece of news we have is this kind of confirms a rumor we talked about yeah. a few weeks ago. Yep. Uh, but the wave is uh, becoming something else. Yep. So Steakhouse Seventy One is debuting later this year in place of the wave. Um, of American flavors, flavors of America, of American flavors. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, so it's going to be a new casual themed restaurant taking its name from the Contemporary Resorts opening year. In addition to Steakhouse 71, Disney has also confirmed that a new dining experience will be coming to the California Grill. As part of the experience, there will be new limited time menu drawing on the history history of the restaurant. Um, so we had, I think we had talked about that as being a rumor. Like after October second, I think yeah. you can't make reservations for California Grill. And I like figured it, it kind of fits into what we talked about. It could be, which is that sort of like a, one of those experience types things. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, so it is. So it's confirmed that they are doing something. But so yeah, Steakhouse Seventy One 
is coming into the wave. So hopefully they keep those those uh, sweet potato pancakes. That's all I ask. I just want those pancakes because they're delicious. And and uh, Steakhouse Fifty Five is the name of the, the now closed Disneyland restaurant. That's where they got the name Fifty One Fifty Five. Right. The opening year. Got it. Okay. Great. That's it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, the next one, which we are going to go check out tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, is the first ever World Princess Week kicks off, and, uh, and there's a sneak peek of what is to come. Yeah, so basically, what is it? It's just, it's basically all around the world. Like, all the parks are are kind of participating at Disney+, Plus. Um, even like Olani is do, just taking part in it with its like merchandise, its treats, it's um events it's playgrounds <laughs> it's movies um all the stuff so um what they did is they're picking like one princess every day to focus on and so monday was tiana tuesday was cinderella wednesday was moana and obviously you know we're recording this on wednesday so i don't know thursday friday or beyond uh, who that will be, but that's kind of what they're doing. So they're just focusing on one princess to kind of talk about or release new things about the princess or whatever. So, um, well, from it's kind of exciting. What did you say the day that the princess already were this week? Tiana, Cinderella, and Moana. Moana. Okay, so it could be so Mulan, Mulan, Belle, or and Ariel. Ariel left. So those are the th- the six they're doing. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I <laughs> didn't look at that picture. But anyway, so um, they also have some treats that they are doing like resort wide. And I won't go over all of them. <laughs> I will just say that there's lots of cupcakes, lots of cakes, cake pops, cookies. So we'll try at least one of them tomorrow and see how they are. So, um, and I guess they're and sugary. And then they're sugary. No way. Um, and then also with the tiana day that they had talked about they did announce some more information about the i guess the refurb of uh splash mountain for princess and the frog so we have a little more information about that and the story will take take place after the final kiss as naveen and louis join tiana on her latest adventure hosting a -a one-of-a-kind mardi gras celebration where everyone is welcome during some original music inspired by songs from the film will bring guests into the story. Tiana is leading the way and fans will be able to encounter old friends and make new ones along the way as well. And there is again concept art for kind of what they're what they're thinking of. So we don't really have a lot of information more except for the fact that it's going to be a while before they do this. Oh, for sure. I mean, they they're just gonna leak. I mean, they're just gonna leak out stuff here and there. I mean, they they still haven't announced any sort of dates for it, but I know. So it'll it'll be a couple of years for sure. So anyway, that's that's what they uh, announced for her. So that's it for that. All right. Uh, next, what we have is Disney World early theme park entry attraction lineup was revealed. Okay, so early theme park entry is the thirty minutes. Before the official park opening that Disney World um, hotel guests can enter the park. And there are a whole bunch of rides that are going to be open to ride. Um, I'm not going to give you the list of what is on, of what is open. But I will tell you what's not going to be open. And basically it's all the rides and attractions in Liberty Square, Frontierland, and Adventureland. Yeah. All of them. 
not not open. So basically, that side of the park. They're making you go certain direction. And um, somebody, I forgot who I was talking to. Somebody was talking about that that was kind of the way it was for extra magic hours in the morning. Like it was mostly focused at Tomorrowland and yeah, it, it was. They would have certain sections. So it's probably a staffing yeah. thing, I'm sure, but they probably wouldn't. Have. My guess is, too, is push people to a certain area of the park, and then when everybody else comes in, they probably want to push them to the other area or something. Who knows? It could be something about the flow of the park, too. Okay. And then they also revealed the attractions for extended evening hours for the deluxe and DVC resort guests. And notably missing from that list, Splash Mountain, People Mover. Well, that's just not acceptable. I mean, there's a few more that were missing, but those yeah. are the main two. I was like, really? Is it because it's at night for Splash? So this might be like chilly. I, I mean, it's <laughs> People mover. I don't know. So um, anyway, so that's that is what uh, that's what you can expect on those extra extra hours. Okay. All right. Um, all right. We got a few more things here. Uh, then we'll get to Jimmy's got a pull time and a couple other things real quick. Um, so Disney World Act, Disney World and Actors Equity Union reach agreement that Disney Union cast members need to be vaccinated by October 22nd. Yeah. And so now, and this is kind of what I was thinking, like now that this decision has been made by Disney, I feel like a lot of the offerings that they were modified or closed can like come back, you know, cause, yeah, possibly because that was like a major stipulation between the union and the, and the, and Disney World. So like, I really want to see. I want to see Finding Nemo, the musical. I want that to come back. I missed that. I really want Candlelight Processional, which is rumored to be coming back. I want to see Fantasmic. I want Citizens of Hollywood. I want Hoop to Do Review. I want Enchanted Tales with Belle. There's a lot of things that I feel like, okay, let's bring him back. Come on. Come on back. The, the Jamie demand list. <laughs> it's not my demand. It's just like is? what I would like to see. Gotcha. Um, so anyway. Okay. That's my, those are my feelings on that. All righty. A couple here. We got the biometric finger scanning has returned to park entrances. So if you're going in, you got to put that finger down. I believe you can opt out right now. You don't have to do it, but they like will check your pass and everything a little bit like more. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Princess Cavalcades and Epcot. uh, Sorry, they end at Epcot and they now appear at countries around the world. Showcase. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, did you want to talk about Magic Key? Yeah, just to mention that um, the annual passes, the Magic Key at um, at uh, Disneyland went on sale today. And it looks like that, um, you know how Disney World, if you're an AP holder, you can, if you're staying like on property, then you could get that many days for your park passes? Yes. Okay. Disneyland is not the same. <laughs> Apparently, like you have to stick for whatever whatever level of AP you are. So you have like a certain amount you can do. Mm-hmm. So they are, they're sticklers about that. Now I, I only mentioned that because you know, they're not selling Walt Disney world annual passes to, to new people anymore or right now. So I'm wondering if like, that'll be something that they're going to do like different levels, different number of days you can do. Won't matter about the hotel. I don't know. It was, at, it'll, it'll be interesting to at see this point. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it seems it seems to me the Chapek and the new management is is not really keen on keeping things how they were. So, at least on a lot of things, so yeah, wouldn't be surprised if something like that 
ends being ends up being the case. I mean, it could. We'll see though. That's just just something I was thinking about. Okay. Well, that's all the news we've got. We don't have any rumors uh, before we get to the poll time. We just want to mention. Uh, so last week, obviously, uh, it was announced that Genie Plus, Genie, Genie Plus, whatever is coming in to replace FastPass. Uh, and so, if you would like to uh, remember FastPass Plus, how it was uh, in in the better days, in the good days when you could use it whenever you'd like, uh, we actually have a shirt you can get now. It's it's a here lies here Disney FastPass. Uh, so we, we kind of made this shirt like the, I'm, I kind of made it the day after the news, whatever it's like that. So it's on <laughs> it's on pre-order right now. Uh, the screen's actually on its way. Uh, but so along with the Halloween shirts that we have, which which I'm wearing now, we have the Haunted Mansion, we've got the Headless Horseman, uh, Spider-Web Mickey, and then uh, the Prison Mike one. We now have the uh, Fast Pass RIP shirt that kind of came up out of nowhere. So if you would like to uh, commemorate the good memories you had with Fast Pass. And perhaps wear it and, and show that, you know, when you're walking in the parks management, like you you would like FastPass to come back, maybe. Uh, it could be a little small, small silent protest or something. But anyways, <laughs> uh, you can go check them out there at ctmshirts.com and you can check them out there. So they should, I think they should start shipping within, Screens on Way should be within a week. We'll say a week and a half, somewhere around there. So Okay. So anyways, you go check them out there, ctmshirts.com. And if you're a Club 32 member, you get 20% off of that all the time so all right all right well jamie's got a poll time i do poll time and the question i asked to the capture the magic community facebook group this week was how do you feel about genie plus or genie service as we know right now and it was just to kind of get to feel of the people in the group of like what like what do you how, how are you feelings like what like do you want more information what so um 60 said i'm not sure yet i need more information like pricing on the individual attraction selections so that's not surprising we still have a lot to learn with that <laughs> right yeah uh 29 said i don't like it bring back fast pass so yeah uh and about 10 percent said i love it i'm willing to pay extra for lower weights so i mean that's i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of surprised there were more people who said that they or they they love it already like i i feel like it's like we just don't know enough about it i but feel like that was a troll those are troll books <laughs> i don't really I, i'm telling you though i mean there's a lot of people that will pay for it and that's that's well that's there's a lot the, of people what it will be so i feel like most people are in the boat of i i said this in the pre-show about talking to club 32 is like i can't feel strongly about it one way or the other because like until you experience it i'm hes- yeah. there's some things about it that seem strange and convoluted and i have questions but um I, I think until you actually you know we until we actually see it i'll hold it i will say that 60 percent that said they're not sure yet probably most are leaning toward the don't like it part so you probably could be looking at it 80 to 90 percent saying don't like it bring back fast pass uh but you know we'll see i mean we've known for a while disney was going to do a paid fast pass so it's not a shock it's just i will say i was i was a little shocked at in, in, in hearing from, you know, obviously talking with Zip, uh, some they had a travel agent, you know, uh, live stream about it. It didn't really seem to answer any more questions about it. So it's either they don't have a lot of answers at this time or they're not willing to reveal it at this time. So, yeah, well, it's just sort of a wait and see. And there's no hard date on it. Okay. I've heard 
I've heard September, late September as a potential date, but none of that's confirmed. Wow. Okay. I've heard that from a few so. different people. So <laughs> before the fiftieth. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that's we'll see. But if it's that quickly, and, and from what I've heard from people, there's not a lot of answers being given. Again, it goes down to either do they not know or are they just not saying at this point. So okay. we'll see. So All right. Wait and see. So All right. Well, that'll do it for poll time. Uh, so the segment we've got uh, today, we're going to talk about the overrated, underrated. We're going to talk about Hollywood Studios. So we've done we've done Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this isn't going to be like negative it's just what things we feel are underrated and what things we feel are overrated at Hollywood right. studios so do you want to start with overrated i would go we'll go overrated then we'll go to underrated we'll go what seemingly would be a negative into a, a non-negative okay perhaps i don't know but yeah we'll, we'll do we'll do that so okay do you want me to start you may you, go first you can go first yes Okay, so overrated. My, I have, I have, I have three in each because there's kind of not a lot of attractions at Hollywood Studios. So it's I was a like, bit, I'll just do three. It's a bit more yeah. of a limited selection. Yeah, correct. and I did. Yeah, and I did. And this is sorry. This is not just attractions, right? I need, you, I did I need everything. you to quit looking at my list. Is what I need you to do. <laughs> I saw you peeking at my list. <laughs> I'm looking at the Eyes list, on your own and I'm, list. I'm like, I'm seeing a lot of okay. Um, oh, so I did the top three in each because I was like, I can't, I can't decide. So, okay, my number three overrated pick was Alien Swirling Saucers. I feel like that's an obvious one. Okay, the reason it's overrated is because I don't get why it gets so busy. <laughs> like, it is, it is, it's like a, it's like, it's a kid's ride. It's because it's one of the only kid's ride, though, in I guess, the park. I guess so. But it spins, and I hate it. <laughs> well, I hate it so much because it makes, it literally makes me sick. So, I, I mean, that's, that's just personal feeling, I guess. But, like, even going through the queue, like, the paint's chipping away. Well, I was going to say, it's, that's that's a, on my list as well as number three there. But, yeah. Is it it's, really? Yeah. Well, nice. it's, it's one of the newer attractions that if you were to take somebody who'd never been there and say, how long has this been here? I'm guessing they would all say five to ten years. The wear and tear on it is definitely it, it's it hasn't kept well. I'll put it that way. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a very simple ride. I mean kids like it obviously, but it's just very for a really new land. It's very meh. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. Yeah, that's true. Like if you think of a brand, like you know, I would say brand new. I mean, it's one of the newest lands. You would assume like, oh man, it's all going to be really great, and eh. That one sort of all the money went to Slinky Dog, <laughs> or something. Yeah, they had to make some budget cuts there, but yeah. <laughs> so sure. that was that was my number three as well. Was Alien yeah. Saucers. So oh, okay, good. You may go my number two. Yes, go for it. Okay, uh, my number two. Okay, so I'm gonna put a little disclaimer Quit on this. Looking at my list. I'm not looking at your list. Jamie is cheating. I am not. I am not changing anything about I'm, my list. I'm anyway. watching your eyes. Okay, so I'm gonna put a disclaimer <laughs> on my number two to say that. While I do enjoy this, I think the way it is is needs to be changed for I'll just say what I'm saying. August Cantina. I think it's a little overrated. Really? Okay, here we go. You so can send all your hate mail <laughs> to J- okay. No, no, no. No, just hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. Okay. So, um when when all the when it had reopened after after being closed for a while and it had been reopened, it was great. 
because while it was still limit, like reservations were still limited, once you got in there, it didn't feel very busy and like everyone had their own space and it was great. Now that like it's getting busier in the parks again, you feel like a sardine while you're in there. You have, you know, the super limited amount of time to be in there. And sometimes you share a table with other people you do not know. Yeah. I don't like that. And so, and the, 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 the drinks are like, well, the drinks are cute and like they taste good and everything. They're just a little bit more expensive just because it's an Oga's, which is okay, whatever. But the fact that it's so hard to get into it, like it's so hard to find a reservation there and you can't just enjoy yourself. You have to like, so like, okay, here's your drink. Okay, get out. It's well, kind of annoying. It's not a lounge. I mean, it's definitely more supposed to be an experience versus like a lounge. I get it. Right. I totally get it. I For someone that doesn't drink a lot, like me, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's overrated. I, I get it. I mean, it's it's you also are not like really big into Star Wars, though. That is true, which is why I also think <laughs> it's overrated. Right. So, I do like Star Wars, but not love it. I yeah. Guess. I hear what you said. Well, actually, my number two... And this fits into that as I put Star Wars food and drink options in general. I was thinking, oh, okay. I wasn't thinking of Ogas. What were you thinking of? I was thinking like blue milk. Um, the food options in general outside of the Ronto's Roasters. I don't know. Most of the food options and drink options in in uh, Galaxy's Edge are decent at best. Just okay. I don't think anything. I mean, for instance, if, you know, blue milk was supposed to be the butter beer equivalent you know of like harry potter oh I and see it's definitely not that. it's not that and there's there's just i i think in general they missed the mark on that and so ogas i do enjoy ogas but i agree it's it's more expensive and it's not really someplace you can just go like relax and have fun it's kind of you go in there you get in, you get in you get out you get in you give us your money and you get out sort of thing. exactly that's right um but yeah like you know just the other food and options it's just yeah it's not as not that it's bad. It's just nothing that's. Um, I don't know. I guess you you expect a little bit more, at least in my opinion, anyways. Okay. Especially the blue milk. Okay. I will say, the blue or yellow milk, whatever it is there. But yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I I Docking Bay Seven. I do remember. I mean, like I felt like it was decent when we it's, went. It's good. It's just not when it comes to like quick service. I it, in my opinion. It's one of the better ones in, I mean, Hollywood Studios doesn't have a ton of quick service, so there's that. Yeah. I think Woody's Lunchbox is much better. Mm-hmm. I think we're talking- Just go around the corner. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're talking like a lot of the quick service in all of Disney property. I don't know. I'd have to think. I don't know if I put it in my top five or not. Okay. I mean, it's unique. And again, the it theme- is unique. And it, the food's unique, and it definitely is themed to the land. Sure. It's just, I don't know if I would say it's- I, I'll put it this way. I've never, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge and been like, man, I am craving Docking Bay 7. Mm-hmm. Now, Ronto Roasters is really good. I do like Ronto Roasters. The yeah. breakfast version, I think, is much better. But again, that that's really good. But yeah, I, I think some of the food and drink is just a little bit overrated. Okay. Fair enough. All right, what's your number one overrated thing? My number one is... Did you steal mine? I didn't steal it. We just agree. Is Smuggler's Run, unfortunately. Uh, Would you like to hear my reasons? <laughs> well, you can't really <laughs> write it. Right. I can't I can't really write it anymore. I I've written it twice. I think you only did it once. Just once? Oh man. Um I lo- okay, so it's really cool to see 
the Millennium Falcon out there. Take pictures. It's huge. It's a cool idea to be able to like you're you're flying in it. So I get the appeal for like kids and like people that are really into Star Wars. Um, since it does make me sick, <laughs> I I can't really enjoy it that much. Um, the fact that you're paired with people maybe you don't know and there's like the whole problem with having like a pilot as like the kid and is like crashing around. So the experience is kind of marred because you're again you're put in with people right that were not in your party. Um there's only one storyline, right? They don't like so you can only do it like you yeah. know what I mean? I said the last time I did it though, I got to a scene that I hadn't seen before, but it's the same storyline. Yeah. So I so they could spruce it up a little bit. But the lines are so long for this attraction like always and i just don't think it's worth that like it's not worth it to stand in line for that but that's again just my opinion no i, I had this number one in mind as well it, i agree i think con- conceptually it's a really cool idea like and i i've talked about this a lot before but in execution yeah like i mean i feel back now our daughter loves doing it and she wants to be pilot and yeah. she's getting better but it's definitely a, it's a rough ride and i kind <laughs> of like you know it, you know everybody's really great about it nice about it and things like that so it's not like anybody's mean but it's just one of those things where <clears throat> i it sounds really cool but again if you're not the pilot there's really limited things to do mm-hmm. it, i feel like it'd be a better attraction if it was just more of like a star tours type thing um, and then there's like slight participation in there a little bit, but like if you've never done it and you're a big Star Wars fan, it's worth doing because you, I mean, you're basically in the Millennium Falcon. It's a really cool thing with all of that. It's got a lot of iconic things in there, but to me, the rewritability is a little bit limited. For instance, if it's a 30 minute wait, unless our daughter's just wanting to do it or one of her kids, I'm probably not gonna wait for 30. If it's 20 minute wait, I'd be like, okay, I'll go do it or something like that. But again, I I liked it. Whenever, you know, the parks first reopened, you got your own ship to yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. really, I don't, riding with other people, it's sort of okay. Like, right. It's just, because it's just you and me, right? When we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, when the parks reopened, it was, no matter if you were by yourself or you had a group of five or a group of two, you got the whole thing to yourself. Yeah. So there's a couple of times where I literally was, I was in there by myself <laughs> piloting. Um, <laughs> so that, you know, that kind of spoils it a little bit there, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just again, it's got some cool aspects, but I do feel like it's pretty overrated once you've already done it, especially. Mm-hmm. So, for for how busy and how popular it is, yes, I mean, I, I get why it's popular and I get why it's you know it's the centerpiece sort of of the land because it's the Millennium Falcon, but yeah, it's just a little yeah. little overrated, I think. Yeah, some sli- I wouldn't be surprised if we get some slight tweaks in the next few years. Yeah. Eventually to, to it, but we'll see. But, okay. All right. Let's talk about underrated things at Hollywood all Studios. All right. All right. Um, you mean to go first again? I'll go. Disagree? I'll go first. Oh, Jaren first. Okay. I don't know. You can go first. Actually, it's fine. Well, are you doing... You have five on your list. Quit reading my list. You, it is literally up on the screen. Don't read my list. Are you doing your top five? Because I I'm only gonna have... I'm going to do three. three. You're going to do three? Okay. You, you Listen. This, you're cheating. Sorry, I'm not cheating. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a privacy <laughs> blocker on this screen. See this see okay. the thing about Jamie here is like I cheating. No 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 here's the thing. This is the difference big difference between Jamie and I is if someone's like, Okay, I'll give you three options. I may write down like fifteen <laughs> and when I'm doing it I have a so to Jamie oh, a process. having more than three is anarchy. 
It gives me anxiety, and Jared. She is legitimately at this moment. She is bothered <laughs> that I have five, <laughs> and there's only three. And this bothers her. Yeah, it does. I know. This is my brain. And you have to understand, I am chaos. Not really. Oh I'm not gonna, that's, that's cheesy. Anyways, um, <laughs> no, it's just it's just funny how our brains work because that, that drives yeah. her crazy. And then I I sometimes may have like fifteen options. But anyways. I'm just giving you guys yeah. a little behind the scenes here about what's going on right now. And Jamie's having a, she's, she's very uncomfortable with my list. Move <laughs> along, sir. Just, just go. Just what say is your number three? Oh, I can go first now? I told you. Okay, great. I told you. All right. Number three for me, underrated, is ABC Commissary. Okay. All right. So last time we were there, we had, let's say it was a, it was a buffalo. It was a buffalo chicken sandwich, I think. Buffalo chicken, yes. and then the shrimp tacos. Mm-hmm. Both were like so good. They were good. Yeah. It was really good, and they used to have like they used to have like steak there. I miss when they had the sirloin steak. Yeah, it was like ten dollars, and it was actually it wasn't the best steak, but it was. I mean, it was steak. Yeah. At for like ten bucks, I think it was like yeah. a six or seven ounce steak. I was like, okay. Yeah, and um. You know, there's lots of seating area, and I, th- I'm trying to think of all the quick services in the park, but I think it's the only one. Besides, I think Pizza Rizzo is another one, but um, it's indoors. Yeah, and it's kind of centrally located, so it's like kind of in between like Hollywood Boulevard, Boulevard, and kind of like around the corner from Toy Story Land, and then the Galaxy's Edge is down there. So it's kind of like centrally located. It was a good location. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had a bad meal there, and I actually. When I think about like where, like if we're going to eat somewhere in the park, I'm like, let's go to ABC Commissary, man. Yeah. And you do say that. You're like, man. Come on, man. Man, yeah. let's just go to ABC Commissary. Yeah. No, it's, that's not on my list, but it is a good. Yeah. It's a I good. think it's, uh, that's why it's, it's underrated. I, I feel like more people should go there. Actually, no. Nobody go there. That's my place. Right? That's your place. <laughs> that's wow. my place. <laughs> we kidding. are seeing a tyrant born before <laughs> our eyes. Um, what I mean. <laughs> I will put number three on mine is the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy. I think. Oh, okay. This is a lot of people don't even know about this. It's kind of tucked in. If you get, you got to go back near Rock or uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. It's tucked away back there, but it is one of the better, like, sort of shows for kids, especially like cars, and it's really well done. And the animatronics of Lightning McQueen. It's a fantastic animatronic. I do agree. The animatronic is really good, and it's. It's a cool little show. And again, if your kids love or I guess adults love cars, uh, it's a cool little show. And it's it's I actually think if this thing was more centrally located, it would probably be pretty busy most of the time, but it is tucked way back there. Mm-hmm. So you kinda and there's nothing saying it, so you really have to know that it's there. Yeah. So I feel like it's definitely underrated in that if you've got kids and if they like cars, they'll love this. They do the continuous shows every 15 minutes? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Minutes, It's like a that. short little show. Yeah. Um, it was the first time our son had done it last week, two weeks ago. And he, he loved it. He watched the whole thing. The kid loves cars, though. Loves cars. Any, not the movie. Well, he probably likes the movie. <laughs> yeah. Actual vehicles and yes. cars he <laughs> is obsessed with. So, yeah. yes, he was, he, was, he was tuned in the whole way. Yeah. Even our daughter. I mean, she likes it, too. But she's yeah. seen it before, so. Yeah. Um, Okay. That's my favorite. What's your number two under, most underrated? Number two underrated is Star Tours. Can you even ride Star Tours? I can. I did okay. last time. So I like Star Tours. This is a couple reasons why. I like I like the queue because one, it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Two, it features old characters. We 
like you don't see in Star, Star in Galaxy's Edge. We you know C three PO and and R two D two. Correct. Like we don't see any of the original characters in like Galaxy's Edge, so we can still see them in Star Tours, and you get different scenes within the ride. So it's like different. Like a lot of the time you go in it, so you can see new scenes, and it's like a, it's like a different experience. I really like that. I like the original ride. I like I like the motion simulator thing. I don't know. I just I think it's I think it's underrated, and usually it doesn't have a long line anymore. So it means, it means a lot of people are just going to Galaxy's Edge. I'm sure. So yeah, it's the, it's considered the old Star Wars ride. Yeah, but it's still good, guys. <laughs> who these guys are? <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, no, I it, that's not on my list either. But it is. <laughs> I do agree that it's actually underrated. I think it's a. Yeah. It's, um, I I do like that it has the changing scenes. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that's unique about it. Yeah. But like I think the most updated one was from was it from the last Star Wars movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, that's that's just my feeling. I would about be surprised it. they didn't put in some like Mandalorian scenes in there or something. Maybe, I mean, I just like the like even the outside queue has a giant ATAT or whatever. You walk through their little true. I don't know. It's just really cool, man. <sighs> I you I I agreed with you. I'm confused. I really want you to agree with me. So. I said I agree okay. with you. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, you didn't put it on your list. Listen, my <laughs> list is my list. Jeez. Okay. Go this on, is, sir. This is out of control. Go on, here. sir. Sorry. Somebody's being rather controlling over here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> what's really going to drive you crazy if I say something that's not on my list? Probably. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> uh, my number two is actually Toy Story Mania. I, Ooh, this is okay. one of my favorite. Uh, well, I love, first of all, I grew up playing video games. So I, I love the, I'm competitive, so I like the competitive aspect of it. Um, I could rewrite this. I could write this short of my arm having cramps from doing it. <laughs> I could probably write it all day long. I, I, I've always, I always enjoy it. And now that our daughter is, she's getting more like into it and more competitive with it. It's fun to write it with her. Um, she's definitely competitive. Yeah. She's <laughs> definitely my daughter and that she gets really mad. And like, if she doesn't win, she's, she's furious. But anyways, um, We'll be. Don't worry. If you see, if you see a cute little girl and and me and some guy being psychopaths on <laughs> Toy Story Mania, it's probably us. Don't probably, worry about that. probably. Uh, yeah. No, I I think it's got a ton of rewritability. It's it's really well themed and it's just it's a lot of fun. Like it's just I don't know all the stuff that I enjoy about it, like the the gaming aspect, the competitiveness, the you know wanting to beat a score. It, it it's got a lot of stuff I like, and it, it can get higher wait times, but a lot of times if it's a decent day, I mean. It, it's a, it's not as near as wait times as like Slinky Dog Dash or Smuggler's Run. So, I mean, this used yeah. to be the cornerstone attraction in the entire park just like five years ago. Oh, it was the newer one, wasn't it? It was the newest they, one. And they flipped it. This would be the one <laughs> This would be the one that was the you wanted to get the Fast Pass for. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lines for this used to be insane. I remember. But, yeah. so now it's kind of fallen into the underrated a little bit, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I just I feel like people still like it. So I mean, it is. It's, it might fall into the adequately rated <laughs> category, but I just put it in the underrated. <laughs> Overrated, underrated, adequately rated, and properly rated. <laughs> but I put it in the underrated, so that's where I put it. So. Alrighty, I do uh, like that right too. When I can uh, take some some uh, medicine because it makes me dizzy. What doesn't though? How dare you? <laughs> All right. What's your number one most underrated? 
my uh my number one most underrated show is for the first time in forever a frozen sing-along solid choice that's on my list but i don't know that's i don't it might be number one i don't know so here's my here's my my feelings with it um obviously you know we we've talked about it before but you know when they first brought the show out and one of the guys that plays eric in it equity ben or mm-hmm. yeah, i forgot his last name um so he's no longer with the show now but he made that show very very awesome yeah like him and in and, and the, the the ladies that are part of it too it's just it's it's funny um it's interactive you got the you know the snope that comes out at the end um the singing our kids love it mm-hmm. they're just like glue they're just staring the whole time they love it um it's in the air conditioning it's like right there right next to the chinese theater um it's just kind of a kind of a way to re- kind of relax and and take a breather take a rest and i feel like because it's like the first based on the first frozen maybe people just kind of skip it like oh i've seen it or whatever or my kids have done it before be like be like no it's good if you get like different people different uh, historians they kind of change it up sometimes and then they have the christmas overlay they do at the end so it does change for the holidays mm-hmm. which is kind of nice too so yeah that's why i put it at my number one i think i think it's kind of underrated now so i was i was torn on this because it's on my underrated list but i think i'm going to put it at, at my number one because no way well i as you can see from your cheating that it's on my list I'm putting yeah. my list down. You keep looking at me. Yeah, here. but I thought you would pick that other one. Yeah. Quit looking at my list. Okay. Okay, fine. Sometimes we need secrets. My list is secrets. <laughs> Sometimes we need secrets. Um, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with what you said. I think, I do think it It was a, you know, I think when Equity Bin was doing it, it was, he brought a little bit something special to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the some of the guys that have replaced him and are done that role i think have been very good yeah and it is nice too because there's obviously i mean it's based on frozen so it's like for kids but there's enough snark in it i believe and little sarcasm that the kids don't pick up on but the adults do that it mm-hmm. makes it pretty entertaining mm-hmm. so it's yeah i do think it's underrated because it's not hard to get into this i mean it's as long right. as you're there in time for a show i haven't seen it really i mean Five since, since reopening now. Yeah, like five years ago, it may have been a little tougher, but I really, if you're there within 10, 15 minutes of showtime, you'll be able to get in to see this. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a cute little show. And again, if it's hot outside, the air conditioning is nice. It, being able to sit down is nice. So, yeah, I agree. I, I would say that's probably the most, perhaps, especially if you got little kids, the most underrated thing at Hollywood Studios. Well, yeah, girls, a lot of girls like it. I mean, in our son. He loves it, too. Well, it's got movement and people doing things. And, and Olaf. He does like Olaf. Oh, well, Olaf's not in the show, though. He well, is he in is, the Christmas one. Well, he is in the in moving the, part. I guess he's not a stage actor, but he does have But he comes parts. out in the Christmas one. Christmas overlay. He comes oh, out. Oh, that's right. I don't yeah. think he's seen that, though. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I don't think he has. Okay. He probably will enjoy it, though. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that does it for our overrated, underrated. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, I do on the underrated. Um, I had on my list. Uh, I, I baseline I think is a little bit underrated in terms of. It's not. Maybe it's a debatable thing. I think in terms of a place I think to it's get adequately rated. I think in general of a place to get a drink on Disney property, it's a little underrated. Okay. At Hollywood Studios, it's probably, probably about where it's at. It's it. I I like the place. It's a good place. Um, and maybe Slinky Dog maybe a little underrated 
in terms of I don't think so. It's very popular. I say underrated in what you expect from it was my take from it. Like it's it's oh, very much of like uh, it, you're expecting I've always said it's obviously I'm not a big roller coaster person, but it's mm-hmm. a little bit more thrilling than you expect it to be. Based off it's a kid's movie, it's Slinky Dog. Like it's got a little bit more twists and turns to it than you might expect. So in that okay. way, I was thinking that's why I didn't put it in there because I was thinking in that in that realm of thinking. But gotcha, gotcha. It's okay. probably okay. the most outside. It's probably the number two most popular ride in the park. I would say. Okay. So okay, it's not really underrated in that sense. What about you? Um, I well, I overrated. I was gonna put the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. The show's closed though. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if I should put that since it's like technically not open. Um, I was going to put Walt Disney Presents as being overrated now because it's it's not really anything anymore. It's just, it's just it hasn't changed at all. And, and yeah. you know, they took a lot of stuff out of it, the museum part. And like it, its place in this park is weird. And so and pretty soon it'll be job Bob Chapek Presents. <laughs> Uh, and they'll charge you five dollars to go in. Probably, <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, that was pretty much it. That was pretty much what I was thinking for everything. So okay. Yeah. Well, very good. All right, those are always fun to do. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I can tell you something that's not overrated. What's that? Fantastic coffee. Oh, okay. in fact, I would say it's underrated. <laughs> On a on a morning when you would like some great coffee. That's true. And if you would That's like some point. great coffee, you should go to Expedition Roasters. You should go to cteamexpedition.com and order some. And they will send it to you. Yes. And then you can – now, they can't make it for you. <laughs> I guess you could hire somebody to do that for you, but you'll probably mm-hmm. have to make it yourself. Uh, okay. So if you go to cteamexpedition.com, uh, using that, that link there, you'll save 15% off every single order. No need for a promo code, anything like that. Uh, and so 15% of every time you order with that, and then they'll ship it to you. The shipping time's quick, and then they'll get it out to you very quickly. They have great flavors. It's all subtly flavored. Uh, New Orleans pr- praline is still my favorite, but um, the there's tons of stuff. The, the churro flavor is good, all of it. So they've got a bunch of new flavors. Great coffee, good company, good small business. They love Disney stuff, so no reason not to go support them. So again, CTM Expedition.com is where you want to go for that. So... All right. Anything else you want to mention before we go? Um, uh, if you if you don't already, um, follow us on Instagram. Um, I'll be updating stories for our trip tomorrow or Thursday, so you can kind of keep track of what we're doing. Um, That's at Cap the Magic. Thank you. Yes, at Cap the Magic, and we're more active on TikTok lately. So again, capture the magic over there. And yes. join Cup to the Magic community if you don't already. Yeah, the uh, the YouTube channel is, is being updated with a lot of... There's a little bit of backlog there, uh, but uh, I'm getting all the newer episodes and clips up there, and then we'll have some, have some new stuff up there as well. So a lot more stuff going up on the YouTube channel. So you have it. Subscribe to that. You can go do so. You can, get, you can check the link in the show notes. Or you can just type in Cap to the Magic uh, on, uh, on YouTube. But you can check that out as well. So. Yep. All right, that it? That's it. Okay. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening and joining or watching, however you can however you listen or watch this. Uh and uh thank you, Jamie, for joining us. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. <laughs>